You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads agency. So this is a really costly problem that Google, I was starting to feel like I was the only person in my little echo chamber talking about this. This is such a problem. And the problem is being exacerbated by the fact that we're being forced into an ecosystem that has more and more fake traffic. It's so frustrating because they're selling us poisoned traffic. And but none of this works, by the way. It doesn't work. These bots and these click farms, they know how to hurdle these issues. Really amazing article came out from Search Engine Journal an hour ago. Shout out to Muhammad Abbas on our team for finding this. And shout out to Brian Frederick over at SEJ, published one hour ago, click bots and fake traffic cost online advertisers $35 billion. Here's the thing, y'all. I was starting to feel like I was the only person in my little echo chamber talking about this. This is such a problem. And the problem is being exacerbated by the fact that we're being forced into an ecosystem that has more and more fake traffic. Because as a Google advertiser, for a very long time, we were drinking from a specific well. And that specific well was inbound traffic. And the inbound traffic well was actually a relatively clean well. And all of our safeguards, tools, tactics, strategies were built around this well. Google started selling us inventory from a brand new well, and it's much bigger. I mean, by many multiples, the display-based traffic compared to inbound search-based traffic, I'd have to look it up. I should, honestly, but I bet you it's hundreds of times the size, right? Like, how could it not be? Especially given, and that's, I guess, maybe the point that I should be making, certain points of analysis. The number of people that are currently shopping to buy a car versus the number of potential people that would buy a car at some point, it's immense, the differences in proportions. And that's important to know because it's actually really powerful to think that, oh, okay, we're going to open up this whole new, to continue the analogy, we have this whole new well from which we can draw. And we finally have the AI mechanisms necessary in order to identify who these prospects are, what they're interested in, what they'll buy, when they'll buy, how to sell to them, etc. Great. But this well is poisoned. This is a poisoned well. And that's the point that the article makes. It goes on to talk about the percentage of fake traffic, how much this fake traffic is costing businesses, and the fact that Google is refusing to acknowledge that there is a freaking problem. It's so frustrating because they're selling us poisoned traffic. But none of this works, by the way. I mean, I'm not trying to bash Frederick. I really appreciate him, or Brian, excuse me. I really appreciate him voicing this. But the IP, like, if this stuff worked, we wouldn't have a problem. It doesn't work. These bots and these click farms, they know how to hurdle these issues. It's like playing Red Rover against an NBA player. You're just not going to do anything. Another couple of really interesting issues, by the way, just on a side note. It goes on to say almost 40% of all web traffic is fake. Okay, that's cool. Great data point. How do you know that? So then you go and, and incidentally, this is something I'd encourage everybody to do. If you see a data point referenced with a citation, go check out that citation. This should be a habit that we're forced to cultivate if you're going to use the internet. Because so many of us, all of us... You read something, you hear something, you take that data point away, and then you share it. You become a mouthpiece for it. You're a node in a network. And this information is propagating to everybody else in your network. And if you don't go and look at where the data came from, how it was compiled, what the methodology of the data collection was, who these people are, the context from which they're approaching the data collection, like all that's really, really important. Here's why I say that. Check this out. So this is check.ai, which by the way, 
it's within their interest to make this point. And so you view their data through that lens. They own Clixis, by the way. But that doesn't mean that it's invalid. And the defined methodology that they provided is actually really good. And this is somehow associated with the Israeli Cyber Companies Forum, which I didn't know what that was, and so I went and looked it up. And I found this guy. I couldn't find a website. The Israeli Cyber Tech Forum seems like it's a part of the Manufacturers Association of Israel. So like, seems all I'm saying is, how much can I trust this data? And then I went and I looked at their methodology. Well, hold on. Let me show you this first. Today, IBT makes up 40% of all web traffic. IBT, by the way, is invalid traffic. So according to Check.ai, IBT makes up 40% of all web traffic. And here's their methodology, which is really smart, by the way. It's simple. It's basic, but elegant. 10-month study across 10,000 Czech customers. And they're looking at funnels, websites, you know, like, like digital infrastructure. And they're defining what invalid traffic is, which I agree with all of this. Bot, malicious, suspicious, okay? This is the part that's interesting. To determine the traffic's validity, we performed over 2,000 real-time cybersecurity challenges to every site visitor's browser. That's genius. Each visit was analyzed by our intelligence engine, so they're using AI or something like it. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google Ads and you want to work with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google Ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com, that's S-O-L-8.com, to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. And then they segment them into invalid and valid segments. Now, again, because it's to their benefit to have more invalid users than valid users, you could start to see where this breaks down because it's a value judgment. And they're the ones defining the values. That said, that feels as sound as it could be, right? And they go on to discuss what they found. 27% of organic and direct traffic is invalid. Cool. 32% of that traffic from mobile is invalid. 32% of that traffic in the retail sector is invalid. Here's what's interesting. Never once did they use the 40% number again, ever. And if I go to the summary, they say 20% of all organic and direct traffic is invalid. Within certain industries like retail, IVT can go as high as 32%. Well, that's not 40%. As a matter of fact, that's a significant margin off of 40%. So here's this data point. I don't fault Brian for this because he just trusted the source that he cited. But here's this data point that actually has no citation. It's frustrating because when you're trying to make these points, when you're trying to argue this point, you want to be able to argue it from a position of impenetrable, unimpeachable integrity, right? And when things can be dismantled by kind of picking apart your argument because they're not carefully crafted, that's dangerous. It's a dangerous place for all of us to be. That said, this study still has a lot of really interesting things. Harvard Business Review says that bad data is extremely prevalent, costing the U.S. over $3 trillion per year. And then again, here's a value judgment. Our analysis suggests that 10% of that bad data is an indirect result of IBT. Feels reasonable. That's $697 billion annually looking at the U.S. market. So this is a really costly problem that Google refuses to acknowledge. The other thing that bugs me a little bit about this report is it, it shows organic and direct traffic. Here's the thing. With what we're seeing, when I run Performance Max, 90% of the leads that we're getting are spam, fake, bullshit leads. Which, that doesn't mean that 90% of the traffic is spam, fake, or bullshit because the fake traffic has a higher propensity to convert. But it's definitely the majority. When they do this study, I don't think that they're using Pmax or Outbound Display. I could be wrong. I'd be really interested in finding that out.
Here's what pisses me off about Google, okay? This methodology of identifying fake and spam users makes all the sense in the world. And it works for them. So, and here's what's really cool. Check this out. I looked this up earlier. Check that AI is a $1 billion company, okay? Billion dollar value. They're a $1,420 billion company. They're 1,400 times the size of Check.ai. There's no way they don't have the technical wherewithal to do that exact thing. You know what I mean? Like there's ways for Google to identify the spam traffic. They just don't want to because they've been selling us the poison well. And you know what I really think it is too. And actually Brian makes this point in the article. It's not that they're trying to profit from fake traffic. It's that they're terrified. So they almost have to keep the problem going because if they solve the problem overnight, it's an instant recognition of just how bad this was. And now you have the opportunity for like, we're reparations here. Anyway, super important article. I'll link to this in the description of this video. I'd love to know what y'all think. Finding ways to fight bot traffic, but it's hard. It's a pain. And it inhibits our ability to use Performance Max. Like, we're still having a hard time with PMAX for lead gen. And every sales call I do with a lead gen client is like, well, it can work. Here are the problems. Change your entire conversion stack. I just wish that we had more help from Google. I wish they were actually on our side. But if enough of us get together and start bitching about this, maybe they will be. So, that's all I got for you. Appreciate y'all. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.